Welcome to the Business Today with the MBA on Money Radio WPSE. Today, it is our pleasure to have two guests with us, Scott Frederick, Chief Marketing Officer for Logistics Plus, and Keith Prather, Managing Director at Armada Corporate Intelligence. Logistics Plus is a longtime member of the MBA and a proud partner providing MBA members with comprehensive logistics solutions, VIP services, and exclusive savings. Scott, Keith, thank you for joining us today. Scott, let's begin with you. What's new in the logistics world? Yeah, thank you. Uh, I'm glad you asked that question. Uh, logistics Plus recently partnered with a company called Armada Corporate Intelligence to collaborate with us on a new monthly logistics and supply chain executive briefing that we're calling Logistics Pulse. So our inaugural issue was made available in July and we're getting ready to release our third issue here in September. Logistics Pulse is intended to be a sort of Cliff Notes intelligence briefing that tracks supply chain news, demand, and pricing trends across the industry as the logistics solutions and education partner of the MBA, of course, I think it might be a great resource for MBA members that might be listening to this podcast. So again, if MBA members are looking for a quick monthly snapshot of key topics, trends in supply chain and so forth, we think this could be a good resource. And so that's why we wanted to highlight it here today. Scott, this sounds very interesting. What sort of information can MBA members expect to find in Logistics Pulse? Yeah, so again, it's a monthly briefing, and presently, Logistics Pulse is set up as a four-page read. Page one generally hits some of the key topics and headlines shaping supply chain and logistics. It also includes our new proprietary Global Logistics Index, or GLI, as we call it. The GLI is made up of 22 global economic and transportation metrics over 20 years of collected data in order to track overall transportation demand. So again, kind of just a good overall barometer of kind of where things are headed from a, a demand standpoint in supply chain and, and logistics. Beyond that, page two of the briefing touches on top North American supply chain headlines that are a little bit closer to home, and it includes our ongoing price indices for parcel, LTL, and truckload modes. And then on page three, we have a little bit of more focus on the global supply chain headlines. And that page also includes some price indices for air freight, ocean freight, and warehousing. And then the fourth page and final page is a sort of wild card of special topics across the industry. And then we also sneak in a couple headlines for Logistics Plus of things that are going on at our company as well. Scott, this is fascinating. So how does Armada Corporate Intelligence come into the equation? Well, uh, Keith and I are actually former colleagues. We worked together quite a bit in a past life on strategic planning initiatives for a large transportation company. And so I quickly became a big fan of Keith and his work. And so we stayed connected over the years. Now Keith is heading up his intelligence company, Armada Corporate Intelligence, and his firm is fully dedicated to tracking major economic, geopolitical, and supply chain trends and metrics. So again, leveraging that expertise for our logistics pulse executive briefing was sort of a no-brainer. And basically our process is that each month we, we work with Keith to collaborate on some of the key topics we want to include in the briefing. And then Keith and his team provide you know, much of the, the research and input that goes into the briefing. 
Keith, I don't know, maybe you can talk a little bit more about Armada and kind of the research that goes into our briefings. Yeah, well, you know, the funny thing about this is that we are kind of like the uh, oxymoron company, right? When we talk about corporate intelligence, a little bit like the oxymoron company. We just joke about that a little bit. But uh, Scott's also a really slow runner. Every time he runs from us, we seem to be able to catch him and we kind of follow him with every incarnation that he goes through. But uh, we've been tracking global supply chain and logistics challenges now for about 21 years. And, and we watch all the inputs, the pushes and the pulls and the things that really push this industry you know, to the left or the right and, you know, slow it down and speed it up. And so we've been working with clients across every mode of transportation, and that provides us with a really nice snapshot of supply side dynamics. Then on the other side of the equation, we're really fortunate to have a lot of really large clients that move a lot of freight. So these are big shipper categories like manufacturers, construction firms, anyone in the consumer goods and consumer packaging area. So it really also helps us understand the demand side. So what are some of the key logistics and supply chain trends that you and Armada are tracking right now for current or future issues of logistics pulse? Yeah, Joseph, that's interesting because right now there's this really big theme in the United States, really around the world, to be honest, and we call them cross currents. And we really haven't gone through this kind of a period in maybe the last, you know, 10 to 20 years. And what we're talking about here is that generally when it comes to economics or supply chain management, we typically have a common current. We know we know what the direction and the flow of global logistics is and it pushes us forward. But right now, it seems like when we build a little momentum moving forward, you know, whether it's growth and that's what we want to talk about or not, we get these cross currents that kind of hit us from the side and they try to push us to the left or the right. I'll give you a for instance on that. Freight demand had really started to soften just a bit. Companies over the last 24 months have really overordered products. And so we'll hear earnings reports from Walmart and Target and some of the other big box retailers saying that their inventories are really overblown. And so what that typically does is it trickles down into manufacturing and we see weaker manufacturing new orders and we see lower commodity demand and some of the inflationary pressures that we've been undergoing start to ease a little bit. And that really generally is, is kind of a good story from an overall perspective. But at the same time, we get these cross currents that I mentioned. So we're getting hit from both geopolitical and environmental factors that are really, really creating a lot of challenges in the global supply chain. Just to, for instance, you know, when we came into this year, not only did we not expect a war in Ukraine, even though those signs were building, but nobody really expected the Rhine River to dry up or the Yangtze River in China to dry up. We have one company alone, just one out of thousands that, that line the Rhine River. And they've said that in order to replace the barge traffic that they were using to move products in and out of that region and, and to really distribute them around the world, they would need 1,500 trucks a day to replace that capacity that they've lost right now. So you just think about once again, it's that cross current as global supply chain started to catch up. Now we see not only one of the major producer regions in Europe get shut down, but now we've also got the same situation happening in China in one of the biggest manufacturing production regions around the world. So again, it's these cross currents. Just when supply chain managers think they're catching up, we get one of these black swan events and it just really disrupts everything overall. We've also got a situation with energy prices in Europe right now, which are, you know, highest that they've been on record. And so it really hits industrial production. It really creates more challenges and chokes off supply. 
and creates what we call a more aggressive scramble environment where sourcing managers are just trying to scramble to find capacity and the best modes and you know they're just dealing with a lot of different issues and then i won't go into a lot of detail but i just want to mention that in the us then we also have just a couple of big labor issues we've got a the rail sector that doesn't have a contract yet and then we also got the west coast port situation well, there's not a contract there i guess the bottom line is that even though we'd like to think that global supply chain activity is smoothing out it's not that's why companies like logistics plus are so important to help supply chain managers kind of figure out how to work their way through an ever-changing cross-current global supply chain environment and um, the reason why you know working with sky we put together logistics pulse just on a monthly basis to help managers at least understand and, and see these kinds of issues when they come to light thanks keith scott logistics pulse sounds like an incredible resource where can MBA members go to sign up to receive it? Yeah, absolutely. Again, just to be clear, Logistics Pulse is a free value-added resource for MBA members as well as for our customers. So again, encourage you to take advantage of it. If you want to view the latest issue, you can go view it online as well as sign up for future issues by going to logisticsplus.com forward slash logistics pulse. So again, logistics plus plus.com forward slash logistics pulse. And obviously you heard and could sense from Keith, very knowledgeable on the subjects of supply chain and economics and tracking a lot of very interesting trends. So we look forward to highlighting those and upcoming issues and following those trends as time goes on. Scott and Keith, I can't thank you enough for taking time this morning to tell us about Logistics Pulse. But before we depart, we do have a few moments left. The floor is yours. Anything else that you would like to mention regarding this incredible venture? I think we covered it all, Joe. The only thing I would, again, emphasize is that we are partnered with the folks at MBA to really be a resource for MBA members. So as MBA members encounter these issues with their either domestic or global supply chains, importing, exporting, if you're encountering any of these challenges that Keith talked about with cross currents and bottlenecks, you know, we're here to help. So we've got folks that are looking at these issues on a daily basis in different modes across the world. And so encourage you to contact us risk-free to have a conversation if there's something we can talk through and maybe help you out or point you in the right direction. But happy to do it. Fantastic. And Scott, the best way to reach out to Logistics Plus? If you go to the mbausa.org website, there's a logistics page under the benefits section there that has some detail about us as well as a form that you can use to contact us. Otherwise, MBA members can reach us at mbausa at logisticsplus.com, and that goes to a mailbox where we've got some folks monitoring it, and we will immediately reach back out to you if you have a question. Fantastic. Keith, anything you would like to add to that? We're excited about the partnership and, uh, yeah, understanding your, your operating environment and understanding it frequently, keeping track of it as it moves and creates, again, these cross currents in your world, I think is important. And I think the logistics pulse is a, is a great way to get it in a very short, concise manner. So, so we're excited about it and, uh, really great opportunity here. Excited to speak, you know, to Joseph, to you and, uh, to the organization. So hope we can be back in the future. Scott, Keith, thank you for sharing such great information on our program once again. 
Thank you to our listeners as well for joining us for today's program. The MBA Business Today on WPSE Money Radio, signing off.